Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Andy Cohen is expecting a child in six weeks via surrogate. Shannon Bedore from The Real Housewife of OC's drunken antics on the show are now leading to additional proof that David Bedore will be using against her in their custody battle for their three daughters. We'll end the episode discussing legal woes from J.D. Madison on Southern Charm to Ross Ina from Below Deck. And I will also discuss my plea to get everybody to watch Bravo's new scripted series, Dirty John. I will be tackling this mess and more with actually nobody. I wasn't able to find a last minute guest because of the holidays, so I'm going to be doing a little solo episode. If you guys hate this, um, don't tell me. But on Monday's episode, we will be back to our regularly scheduled programming where there is a guest. So to get to know your host a little better, I'm going to ask myself three questions. So what is your favorite show on Bravo? Obviously, that's the hardest question you could ask any true Bravo fan. I've actually like been knowing I was doing a solo episode for the past week, and so I've really been ruminating on it. And I think I have to go with The Real Housewives of New York. Obviously, I'm biased. I'm a New Yorker, and I plan to be forever, and ideally will be a Real Housewife of New York someday, if God listens. The show just is perfection. It's lightning in a bottle. The cast is perfect. The New York attitude. All of the characters have this ability to kind of be malleable with how they feel about one another. They don't really carry grudges into many seasons. They're always, you know, educated, smart, rich, and have real money, which also is, you know, luxury porn, which all Bravo lovers love. So what is my least favorite show? That one I didn't have as much of a problem thinking of, shocker, but hey, this might be an unpopular opinion because the numbers say differently, but I am not a fan of the Million Dollar Listing franchise. I think it's boring. All of it's fake. I'm kind of overlooking at luxury porn. Like, I want to see those homes on Housewives shows being lived in, not just being like a sterile home that someone's like making literally so much money off of. So that's like also kind of bone chilling where it's like, oh, you just made a hundred grand so easily. I mean, hey, I'll probably watch the new upcoming season of Million Dollar Listing LA because I am a sucker, but hey, I might not like it. So what is a Bravo star that you think should come back to a franchise? So what is a Bravo star that I think should come back to a franchise? This one was really hard. I kind of was split between two. I'm going with Laura Lee on Vanderpump Rules. I think she was... (laughs) 
The best addition to season one of Vanderpump Rules, she was an actress, an ex-meth head, really cute, dated Jax, went to Juilliard. Like, she was just an enigma, and I really believe she should be back on television. She's in a few movies, but I don't think she's made her mark in Hollywood just yet. So let's just jump right into the show. Our patron saint of all things Bravo, Andy Cohen, opened up on Thursday's part one episode of the Ocum OG Faithful event. This episode consisted of some OG Real Housewives, Vicki Gumbelson, Ramona Singer, Nene Leakes, Kyle Richards, and Teresa Giudice. First and foremost, I just want to say to Bravo, you really need to include people from Potomac and Dallas. Like, how dare Karen Huger not sit up there with these ladies? How dare Leanne Locken not make an appearance? Like, they wonder why these shows are not getting as high ratings as the, you know, quote-unquote OG series. It's bullshit. Invite them on. Let people see them more, you know? Allow them to grow their brand. Allow them to grow their series, you know? But besides the point, at the end of the first part, Andy opened up in, like, a two-minute monologue. I'll play a little bit of it here always tried to be as transparent as possible about my life. I overshare and I expect everyone around me to do the same. And tonight, I want you to be the first to know that after many years of careful deliberation, a fair amount of prayers and the benefit of science, if all goes according to plan in about six weeks time, uh, I am going to become a father. So Andy opened up, obviously, about having a baby coming in six weeks via surrogate. You guys, don't worry. I am not the surrogate. He didn't ask. I, I've been reeling over it. But hey, he probably knows there's a lot of Pinot Noir in my system. Anyways. <laughs> but, so Andy Cohen's 50 years old. He's single, but he's doing it all himself. And I'm really happy for him. We don't know what the sex is yet. But obviously, I'm thinking it's going to be a girl. And he'll probably name it Carrie. Let's be real. I definitely am excited to see this. I, you know, love following little babies on Instagram. Not really housewives kids because they're just not as endearing. However, you know, Hilaria Baldwin, but that's another obsession of mine outside of Bravo. So I will stop. Also, Andy Cohen will be hosting CNN's New York Eve special with Anderson Cooper. You know, not really excited for whatever reason. I miss the Anderson Cooper and Kathy Griffin. I know she did some fucked up things with, you know, the Trump head, but hey, we all deserve to be forgiven a little bit. I'm going to miss Kathy Griffin on the show, though. Obviously, I know like Andy Anderson and Kathy were all kind of friends and they had their little blow up, but it'd be really fun if we could throw Kathy on there, too, and have the three of them talk, even though I think... Kathy might accuse Andy of being a cokehead, so that might not be good for ratings. Actually, it would be good for ratings. <laughs> Speaking of other people who are expecting a baby, Gretchen Rossi from the Royal Housewives of OC announced that she is pregnant via IVF with her husband Slade Smiley. So if you guys have been watching OC for forever, Slade is a... I don't even know how to really describe him, but he has dated multiple housewives from the OC. He dated Lori Peterson and Joe De La Rosa season one, and that's how we kind of met him. And then he obviously met Gretchen. Coming up in February, they will be celebrating 10 years of being together, and this baby's supposed to be coming in July 2019. So I'm really excited for them. She said she'd been kind of going through the IVF process for four years. You know, she had all these embryos, and they kept dying, and, you know, that's obviously incredibly taxing emotionally and financially. Gretchen opened up saying she, you know, suffered deep depression after that. She never really suffered through or been in this kind of circumstance before, so... I feel really bad for her. You know, I know she's probably so excited about having this baby and she deserves it. But actually, this was kind of random. So for Rossi's 38th birthday, Slate actually scheduled a vasectomy reversal, which is incredibly romantic. That is probably what I would want for my 38th as well. But it's definitely a good thing, I guess, so he could have 
babies with her. I don't know. Obviously, if people watch the show, they have a really interestingly awkward relationship. There was like the fake proposal, the helicopter and the rooftop, and everybody knows that wasn't real. And so they've kind of just been doing this like limbo. Slade already has two children with a previous wife. One is Gavin, who's 27 and recently engaged. And then his other son is Grayson, who's 17, who's actually been fighting brain cancer for a really long time now. So I believe Slade definitely has a lot on his plate and... And there was a lot of speculation that they've actually never gotten married because he can't pay his child support and he owes a lot of money to his ex-wife and so, and obviously medical bills for his son. So Gretchen doesn't really want to take that on, which I don't blame you, girl, but I'm really excited for them. The baby will be here in July and we will be reporting on that when it is out. <laughs> so Shannon Bedore from The Real Housewives of OC has actually been dealing with a lot of issues with her own children lately. So her estranged husband, David Bedore, filed a request that would prohibit her from drinking around her three daughters. So I believe after the reunion special, part three, which <coughs> doesn't need a part three, after the three-part reunion, David ended up filing this request because Shannon opened up that, you know, after a day where they were filming for, you know, eight hours and she was drinking all day, she opened up and said that drinking was actually a coping mechanism for her and that she self-medicates with alcohol. Obviously, David found that to be alarming since they have three daughters, uh, Sophie, who's 16, and Stella and Adeline, who are both 13-year-old twins. So... The whole thing is kind of messed up. Obviously, I see where David's coming from. However, it's a show. She wasn't watching the kids. The kids were safe. You know, she just was letting loose with her girlfriends. You know, Shannon obviously responded saying that there was no legitimate reason for his latest move in their messy custody battle, and it was simply designed to attract media attention and assert control, which, hey, I'm sitting on my bed talking about it right now. So, you know, he got what he wanted, but I don't think Shannon should be penalized by this. You know, obviously everybody's going through stuff. She's been going through a lot, and I don't believe she's, you know, heavily drinking in front of the girls. And I mean, hey, at least I hope not. Who knows? She said, in real life, I have admitted to making a handful of poor decisions in the last year and a half, and I've taken responsibilities for my mistakes and discussed them with our children, their therapists, and my therapist. The same cannot be said about the respondent's accountability. So I'm loving that. Clap back to him. Yeah, she's probably like, are you kidding? Like, I am a good mother. I really try to foster a positive relationship with the girls even after this, but <laughs> can't say the same for you. Their hearing date is set for January 23rd, 2019, which we will be reporting on in the next month, actually. Hmm. But actually, speaking of David Bedore, I came across this news article on celebrityinsider.org, which this is an org, but <laughs> sources claim that David and his new girlfriend, Leslie Cook, are in talks about getting their relationship on camera. This, I think, might just be a thing that David probably planted to like get you know buzz, but again, here I am talking about it. David has plans with Leslie as soon as the divorce is finalized with Shannon. They would definitely love to marry and have been talking about having a child together. An insider told Radar Online that David actually pitched the idea as a joke, but things started getting serious after some TV executives threw their hats in the ring. So, yeah, right. I... <laughs> They're such fame whores. It goes on to say the couple does not want anything to get in the way of the relationship or family, but if the price is right, they're all in. So we don't want anything getting in the way of our family, except if it involves a lot of money, then fuck our family. That's really healthy. I love that. But hey, again, I will watch, but if they put her on Real Housewives of OC, I will boycott. Well, okay, I will emotionally boycott, but I'll, I'll watch every episode. But again, I don't know what that says about me. So moving to more Atlanta drama, NeNe Leakes and Phaedra Parks have been cozying up together again after 
Phaedra was seen at Nini's birthday party. So Nini's been obviously hanging out with her. A bunch of her other girls from Atlanta were there. Cynthia Bailey, Marlo Hampton, and Phaedra Parks. So obviously Phaedra Parks is on the season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. And as I've been saying for the past, you know, month, this season's so boring. It's so boring. And as much as I want to like it, I want to like Shamari. Like, she's just not doing it for me. I need Phaedra back. She's a trash person. She's an absolute garbage person. However, she does bring a certain level of, like, cunning, wit, delusion. I say fashion in quotes. (laughs) Fashion. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You remember that macrame dress with like her thong? Like we need more of that on Atlanta. Like I'm not getting that from Nini. So after this post, Nini then went on to the uh, Kamoji Faithful event on Watch What Happens Live with Andy this past week. And they were asking everybody, who do you think should come back? And, and Nini immediately said Phaedra. So, hey, get her on the show. Granted, like her and Candy will have like knock down, drag out fights. I think I kind of want it. Also, this is so unnecessary. I don't even know why I'm talking about it, but there was this video that, you guys. Okay, so there was this video that I came across this week. It's disgusting, but it was like Phaedra Parks holding these like feminine wipes. Like now she's making feminine cleaning wipes called uh, Clean Peach, Peachy Clean. The product is called Peachy Clean. And I don't know if this is a gag or like, reality but I really don't need Phaedra telling me to use like vagina whips okay I'm sorry (laughs) I don't know why we even had to talk about that the most important thing I think that happened in Bravo this week was obviously the Real Housewives of Beverly Hill trailer came out so season nine baby we're here everybody knows season seven season eight were such snoozes Glanville was out Richards was out you know and those are MVPs they're MVPs in this franchise So I'm definitely gearing up for a really exciting season nine. The trailer was obviously full of, you know, swans, traveling, diamonds, champagne, bikinis, like all of the above. Like that's what we want from Beverly Hills. Like there is a glamour there that cannot be seen in the other cities. So I guess we can kind of just start from the top. I'll do like little bullets on each person. 
Erica Jane, aka Erica Girardi. It's gonna be another season with no storyline. You know her fucking shows, which okay, you know I I don't know. I've never been the biggest Erica fan, so I don't understand like where everybody's like she's a queen, she's a queen. Like no, she's like styled by a team of ten people, and she's not a real person. She never has a storyline, and this will be another season where she doesn't have a storyline. Dorit is obviously under fire because of the whole rescue dog thing with LVP. That's hysterical. I can't wait to see that happening. She had like this insane gasp face in the trailer. I'll post it on the Bravo Happy Hour Instagram account. Please check that photo out because it's bone chilling. Rinna is obviously being amazing. Obviously, R- Rinna is like definitely obsessed with Erica Jane. I don't know what it is, but I think maybe because like her daughters are really into Erica Jane and think she's a queen, like she does too, but I don't know. I don't see it. <laughs> but she looks amazing at that Halloween party where she dresses up as her. So, hey, I'm into it. And then we see a moment where I am really excited to see Rinna and Camille discussing the Brett Kavanaugh nomination for the Supreme Court of Justice. I think that's going to be amazing. You know, there's something about these types of shows that really dig into like culturally where we're at. Sometimes it's more societal, but sometimes it does get political. Like we saw the election happening on the Real Housewives of New York, which I also think turned a lot of people off because politics makes people crazy. However, I really am impressed that Lisa Rinna is using this platform to kind of argue with Camille, who tweeted a bunch of different things saying, you know, I know how it feels to be wrongly accused. I think we're being too harsh on him. But, you know, I'm really proud of Rinna for standing up. And I'm really hoping that people can maybe see Rinna's side and, you know, being falsely accused, yeah, it does suck, but it doesn't seem like this guy was. Sorry, being political. So Denise Richards is obviously on the show. I think the most important thing that comes from her little arc is filming with Brandy. Hello. Like, that got my blood bo- like to boil. Like, my blood pressure spiked when I saw Brandy on the screen. She's magnetic, and I can't wait to see where that kind of takes them. Andy had been hinting the fact that Brandy was going to be coming back. He kept saying she had to create an organic friendship with someone if she really wants to be on the show. And, you know, we also see Kim Richards coming in, and Kim is fighting with Denise. So I think, you know, everybody knows Denise was married to Charlie Sheen, which means she's got a couple screw loose. So I'm really excited to see this, like, Denise-Kim-Brandy moment. And also... There's a quick little moment where, like, LVP and Kyle are talking about, like, it's quite fast to be getting married. And Kyle makes some, like, shotgun wedding comment. But it's like, Lisa, didn't you, like, always say, like, like you got married to Ken after, like, three months of knowing him? So, like, shut up. (laughs) LVP's obviously going after Dorit with the dog. Wah, 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 whatever. That should be interesting. She had that big cut out of their text messages which is just hysterical and like truly just like a sign of her being like an old lady <laughs> like like a chic old lady don't get me wrong and then you know teddy's being teddy being accountable and doing five days a week of 45 minute cardio like please kill me camille's wedding obviously is featured in hawaii lvp is not there we get montages of camille's and Denise's house being on fire, which is like so dark. You know, Kyle's gonna have no storyline. Kim will be back, so she'll be able to be like, she's so sad that I did American Woman. You know, so that's gonna be her storyline. It's gonna be really, really interesting. I think Kyle needs to like get real. You know, she's a really lovable character, and I think everybody loves Kyle because she's a great mother and she is like you know, a decent person at the end of the day. However, this is the housewives, and you need to become bitchier 
The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season nine will be out on Tuesday, February 12th, and I cannot wait. <laughs> Moving on to more legal woes, JD from Southern Charm was arrested this past week because he was cashing in false checks. So JD is obviously known as Tom Rab- Thomas Ravenel's friend on Southern Charm. He's married to Elizabeth. They had been going through a whole like cheating scandal this past year. JD is a bad guy. He was definitely pictured as like an amazing Southern man in the first few seasons, you know, great guy, rich, owns a restaurant, but obviously it was all built on a house of lies. So on Saturday morning, JD was picked up by the cops and sent to Charleston County Jail. JD was booked on a check violation charge and is still being held by in custody. So they were saying that he was charged with a check fraud greater than 500, but less than a grand. It was his first offense of doing so. As everybody knows, JD was reportedly accused of sexual assault in August by a woman who claimed that he slipped her a drug in the park and raped her. So JD's obviously been not having the best year. I do believe he's a scam artist. You know, JD was definitely introduced on the show for owning Gentry Bar and Room. He also had like a whiskey company called Gentry Bourbon. But back in September 2017, <laughs> he lost his restaurant because the landlord claimed that he owed $163,000 in unpaid rent. So no surprise here that JD is a scammer. And, you know, House of Lies. I really can't wait for the season of... Southern Charm. I hope they actually address these things that are happening. That show is specifically very hush-hush about a lot of things that are maybe going on off-screen due to their maybe Southern reputations that they don't want to tarnish. However, all these guys are fucking creeps and drunks and like little baby boys. Like They're not men. It's pathetic. So Ross Inia from this season of Below Deck <laughs> was booked into the West Palm Beach Main Detention Center at 3.30 a.m. Saturday morning. So this past Saturday was wild, y'all. So also, if everybody doesn't know, Ross was booked in the same place that our Lord and Savior, Countess Luann, was <laughs> where Countess Luann was booked last year after her infamous arrest. So the New Zealand native has been charged with battery on law enforcement officer which is a third-degree felony, crimes against person, harming a public servant, second-degree felony, and disorderly intoxication, second-degree misdemeanor. So, <laughs> not good. Ross was actually seen with Below Deck Mediterranean star Joao Franco after they had been posting Instagram stories of them drinking and having so much fun all night on Instagram. Then it ended up with Joao sharing an up. <laughs> <laughs> with with Joao ending the Instagram stories with Ross is in jail and we've been looking for him for four hours and counting. Obviously, all of the videos have been deleted since, but oh my God, that is just so funny. Hopefully, he doesn't get too fucked because he's a New Zealand resident and I doubt he has like immunity in the States. I don't really know how that works, but it's probably not going to be good. Oh, goodness. What is going on with the world? I think the holidays really get to people. You know, Countess had her fall from grace last year. I'm kind of happy one just kidding but ross jd you know another two bite the dust (laughs) so my favorite moment on bravo this week obviously is this dirty john show for whatever reason i was ambivalent so dirty john actually began as an investigative journalism podcast by hosted by christopher gofford uh who was a writer for the la times who kind of wrote about this story as it was happening he transcribed it into a podcast and then bravo picked it up as a scripted series i listened to the podcast and like Whatever. I didn't find him to be necessarily captivating, but I found the story to be really interesting. 
So whatever, listen to the whole podcast, done. Then I was like ambivalent about starting the show because Bravo scripted series. I know you can't really trust it. And hey, it ended up being absolutely amazing. I definitely suggest everybody watch it, but also you don't really have to listen to the podcast first. But if you're more of a reader, definitely go onto the LA Times website and check out the written version. It's a really great show. Connie Britton is amazing and Eric Bana it look, looks like a true psycho. The dynamics between the mother and daughter is really interesting. It's a really, really dark show. I'm going to be doing a actually full bonus episode discussing the whole limited series once it's done so if you guys are interested definitely check back for that it's a really good show and i just want everybody to watch it because for whatever reason i'm ambivalent about starting new shows too because i'm a purist and i'm like don't add any more shows to my roster but that's crazy because it's really really good well thank you so much for listening to the show obviously you can follow bravo happy hour on instagram or you can check out my personal account which is meo.nyc and if you guys haven't heard the interview i did with riley gerber from below deck check it out it was the bonus episode i posted last week she's super candid she's such a badass i think it's hard to always be like the quote-unquote tough girl on the show but she came on really opened up and was just awesome and i definitely think you guys will really love it check back on monday for episode 14 and thanks happy holidays everyone thanks so much for listening to bravo happy hour if you love the show be sure to rate and review on apple podcasts and spotify while you're at it be sure to follow bravo happy hour on instagram twitter and facebook be sure to tune in next monday for more of your favorite bravo related news normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to health care it pays to be extra and United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.